Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Unstoppable Dad Project. Appreciate you joining me again for another week of the podcast. Before I get into it, as always, I've got a few favors to ask. Number one, make sure you're subscribed on whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on. Those of you that have been listening for a while know that Saturday mornings we drop a new episode every week or Saturday morning Australian time. Uh, So if you want to be notified as soon as a new episode goes up, you need to make sure that you're subscribed. Doesn't matter whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. If you are subscribed, you'll be notified as soon as I publish a new episode. Also, while you're there, if you can go ahead and leave us a five-star review, that helps us climb the ranks and get out to more people. The growth that I've seen from this podcast has been absolutely phenomenal. I've enjoyed doing it every week for the last 18 months, uh, but I need your help to continue to grow the podcast. Also, jump onto our socials and make sure you're following us on the social media at The Unstoppable Dad on Instagram and The Unstoppable Dad Project on Facebook. You can also jump into the free Facebook group, which we have attached to the Facebook page for dads to talk training, life, whatever you want. You can jump in there, you can put a post up and uh, we've got quite a few dads in there now um, and we're starting, we're trying to get a few conversations started just around life in general. So jump in there, get involved, uh, be be engaged. If you're going to jump into something like this, I think the time when you get the most out of those things is when you're engaged, when you've actually got you know, some time and some energy and some effort invested into what is going on in there. So this week, this week we're going to go back to training and or we're going to talk about a training topic because I've had a few. I've had a few newer people start with me this week around just helping them out with their training. All of who have home gyms set up, and I've also had. I've also got quite a large number, actually, probably more than half the people that I have signed up to the program are garage gym warriors like myself now, where they have whether it is a smaller gym setup or it is quite extensive like something that I'm lucky enough to have they've got like a a home setup because they feel that that's going to work best for them and I just wanted to talk about a couple of things that I think if you're going to set yourself up with somewhere for you to train at home I think there are a few steps to make sure you're going to succeed in that undertaking because I have seen quite a lot of people over the years and especially over the last almost three years now where this COVID period has gone, where gym, where gyms were shut down. So the only way you were able to train was to have something set up for yourself. And I've heard a lot of stories of people who have gone and invested thousands upon thousands of dollars into a home gym and they don't use it. I've also heard stories of people who haven't invested that much. They've gone and bought themselves a pair of dumbbells and a kettlebell who have been able to stay consistent with their training. And I just wanted to have a talk about if you're going to go down that path, certain, I guess, personality traits that you potentially need to have and also some things that you need to do for yourself in order to make sure that you do succeed and you're able to stay consistent with your training. Because at the end of the day, regardless of what your goal is, and for most dads, when we're training for general health and well-being, or most parents training for that general health and well-being, like the number one goal needs to be consistency. Whatever that looks like for you within your life, consistency over a long period of time. So the first thing I want to open up by saying is home training, like training at home is not for everybody. I've seen a lot of people who are, and I've talked to quite a few people who have tried to make it work and it just doesn't. 
some and this is going to some of the things some of the advice that I'm giving out here is going to be very broad and general right but the main lot of people who sometimes struggle to get started are people who work from home like if you're set up to work from home so and for a lot of people when they train it is their own time away from everything so if you're working from home obviously the family's there and then you're training there as well, it becomes hard to disconnect from everything. And I bring this up because I've actually, my, my since I've started working from home with the, the online project and the dad project, my, tri- my zest for training has actually been reinvigorated. And I, when I had the gym, I actually had a slightly different perspective on this particular topic where... I would own I would have to force myself to train and training was unenjoyable for me because I worked at the gym. I, there would be some days where I would spend 12 14 hours at this place. So to go and train I felt it was very hard for me to disconnect from work and the stress that was involved in that and then find some enjoyment in my training. And that was actually one of the main reasons I ended up starting jiu-jitsu almost seven years ago now where because that was I needed to go somewhere to do it. So it's the same thing with setting a gym up a gym at home. And that's why I say like it's not necessarily for everybody. Some people need to go somewhere to do it. I've had people that have started with me that have had a gym set up at home that have ended up just going and joining a commercial gym to do their program because they need to have that time away from everything and they need to be disconnected from the the things that go along with being at home and they find it very hard to do that when they are just going out to the garage or they're going to where they have everything set up and they still continue and they actually find that they're able to get better consistency by going somewhere because for them around the mindset that they have around trying to get back into training or stay consistent with their training when life changes it is an easier step for them even though there is actually more work involved to do it it's an easier step for them to go and and prioritize the time when they go somewhere to do it so it's not necessarily for everybody the other thing that i've found when people are trying to train at home is a bodyweight program when you're doing it at home will only work for so long. It is not a long-term solution. Now, within some of our programs, I give people access to a bodyweight program that we offer. But the main reason I do that is it's I actually give that to people not for a long-term solution, but it's more just to fill in the gaps, right? Let's say they do go to a commercial gym and they generally go three times a week and something happened and the kids get sick and they're really quite committed to doing their their program in their three days a week by having access to a bodyweight program that they can do at home without thinking too much and I'm basically telling them what to do. They can just throw that third day in 30 minutes in the backyard and get it done. Now, that's not for everybody, and I've done podcasts on the fact that sometimes we're just going to have to write sessions off and we're just going to have to move on. A lot of this comes down to, and a lot of, it's very contextual, right? Again, sounding like the broken record, if you've listened to this podcast quite a bit, like this is all going to be context-based, but it's also going to be based around what works for you because what works for one person is not going to work for another, 
And that is just, that's just the underlying theme with anything really when it comes to training, like having access to a body weight program to fill in the gaps for yourself, for some people is a great solution to make sure that they stay consistent and they hit those minimums that they want. For other people, it's a recipe for disaster because it just confuses everything. And for those people, maybe it's better that we just write the session off and they just get back to it next week. And that feeling that I spoke about on last week's podcast of having to play catch up and guilt can actually get exacerbated by having access to that. So that's why whenever I'm working with somebody, it's it's up to me as the coach to determine what's going to be the best fit for that person, and whether this solution is going to be good for them. So... Sometimes it doesn't work for people having a gym set up at home. And it doesn't matter how hard you try, it can sometimes be a bridge too far. Now, that doesn't mean you can't become that, okay? Some people are determined to and they need to because maybe they've invested a whole bunch of money in a home gym at home and or, you know, they just, they maybe want to have somebody show them what to do. They maybe don't have the financial means to, whatever the case might be. Some people need to make it work and some people can make it work. And there are people who you've either, you know, to begin with are just fully able to do it. But a few things for those people that maybe, maybe you're trying to make this work right and you just haven't been able to in the past. And there's probably two major things that I think you need to make sure you do. And this is regard, if you've got a lot of equipment, the first thing kind of is a given and it has to be, but you have to have somewhere set, you have to have it set up. You don't want to have to have the equipment or where you're going to train. You don't want to have to go through the process of setting it up every time you need to train. So, and it also, you also, I'll take that one step further you also ideally want to have it where you don't like, you can just walk to that place and you can start training. So for example, where I am hit, where I am here. And if you've watched any of my videos on Instagram, you'll know that like it's set up in the garage and you, pre- you may have also seen at different times. Like I'm recording this podcast with my desk in the home gym in the garage and my car is right next to me. And there's sometimes where, and even I get caught in this, but there will there will be some people that will use the fact that they have to move the car as a, um, I'm not going to say it's a reason, but they will, they will legitimize that in their mind that they moving that is enough for them not to do a session. And even I've done that before. Like I've gone, oh, I don't want to move the car because in order to move the car, I have to move the barbell onto the squat rack if I want to do squats. So what I've done is I have some sessions that I do where if I'm feeling like that, like I don't have to move the car. I've got enough space here, if you're watching the video, where I can just, and enough equipment where I don't have to move it and I can just start doing it. So if you're going to train from home, I think the biggest thing is making sure you have the place set up and you have it set up so that there is no barrier for you to just walk in there. I've had clients who have succeeded with a pair of dumbbells and a kettlebell set up on their balcony in an apartment with a couple of rubber mats there and they just live on the balcony. But the big thing is back to what I'm saying, they can just walk to that place and they can just start moving and start doing their movement, right? That is, I think that that is probably the most important thing because I think when a lot of people set try and set themselves up with a gym from home, especially if it's a smaller thing with a couple of pieces of equipment, they put the equipment away in a place where in order to do the set a session or in order to do the workout, they have to bring the stuff out and then set it up. 
And for a lot of people, especially if you are in this mode where maybe you're struggling to be consistent with the training at home, if you have to go through that step, it's going to become almost too much of a mental barrier for you to do it. There'll be days where you're super motivated and it doesn't matter, you'll be able to bring it out and you'll be able to go and that's great. But for the most part, for the vast majority of people, and actually for the vast majority of the time when you're trying to build this habit, you want to remove as many barriers as possible for yourself and having to set something up can be a barrier for a lot of people which can get in their road a lot of time. So that's like tip number one, making sure you have somewhere consistent set up that you can go to that you are able to just get straight into it without thinking. And the other thing is, and a lot of you are going to listen to this and say, of course, he's saying this because he sells training programs. But I think having a program to follow is really important as well too because it takes the thinking out of it because if you're not the type of person that is adept at building training programs by investing in somebody to write you a training program it is going to help you stay more consistent because you have an extra level of accountability to the person that is writing it depending on how and i'm not even talking about my training program right depending on who writes the train like at some point there's probably going to be some level of check-ins that they're going to do. A lot of online trainers now, like us, they have an app where they can see whether you log sessions or not. And if we do use my training program as an or the training program that we offer as an example, most of the time, a good coach will be able to write a program for you based off the equipment that you have access to so you don't have to think about how to modify the program based off equipment limitations. I have a lot of, and this is one of the big reasons why when I, I write individual programs, because not everybody has a fully kitted out gym with cardio equipment, with you know barbell with different types of barbells with bumper plates dumbbells kettlebells like no people a lot of people at home don't have that some people have the bare minimum they might have a barbell with a couple of weights they might have a kettlebell and a pair of dumbbells they might have stuff set up like me so the other th- so when i'm writing a program for someone that has a home gym that is one of the first questions i ask them like what equipment do you have access to so that i can make sure i am giving them the most effective use of their equipment for the minimal amount or the maximal amount of equipment they've got if they've got a lot of equipment making sure we're utilizing as much of it as possible so it's not going to waste and then from there using the equipment they have access to to start to help them progress and start to help them move forward after we have built that consistency and that's i think a really big thing because then there's a whole bunch of levels of accountability that go into that but also too it takes another barrier out that thinking about even if you are paying a program for a program and it's a generic program you you then have to think about how you're going to modify that particular program in order for you to complete that session and again like i'm talking about with the car situation or having to set the stuff up that is then another barrier that is put up and sometimes for people that is a barrier that is really hard to get out in front of or get over like they need to 
remove that and take the thinking out of it. And there's the mechanics of the program that we can even make things simpler. Again, making sure that the warm-up's very streamlined to take thinking out of it so that you're moving and you're going. Like there are a lot of these things here that like within that that we can, but those two things for me are two really, really big things, right? Number one, if you're want and if you're wanting to train from home, number one is having somewhere consistently set up so you don't have to set it up every time you want to train. Number two is to make sure you have something to follow along to that is tailored towards your equipment and your circumstances because that will help you build consistency quicker. And probably number 2B, or let's say it's number three, is you still need, like for a lot of people, you still need to schedule the time in to do it. Even though you are, you might be going to the backyard or going to the garage to train, you still need to schedule that time in as if you are going somewhere to do it. Now, there are people that may not need to schedule it in, but I can tell you, even from the point of view of myself, I need to schedule in at least that I'm training in the morning on this day or in the afternoon because if I don't schedule it in, I won't do it and something else will get in the road. And it is actually easier for it to get in the road when you are trading at home because we can legitimize that by telling ourselves that it's actually easier to get there. If we miss out on doing it, I'll do it this afternoon if you had it scheduled in in the morning. And you may, and there's some people who can do that. Again, very this advice is not meant for everybody. This is very broad. This is just observations that I've noticed over now six years of uh, doing online programs for people and 15 years of coaching people. You ne- If you don't have that time scheduled in and consistently, it's go- you're going to run into trouble at some point. So they're probably the three big things if you want to set yourself up for success from training from home. Number one, have somewhere set up where it's where it stays set up and you don't have to, and you can just go there and start training. You don't have to bring all the equipment out to start training or you don't have to move a whole bunch of things in order to get access to. That's number one. Number two, have a program to follow if you can hire a coach, if you have the financial means to do that, I think that is going to be one of the best ways to get the most value out of the equipment that you have bought, but also to make sure you are able to build consistency with extra levels of accountability built in there. And number three, still schedule in the time. Even though you're only going to home, you're not having to travel anywhere. If you don't schedule in the time, it doesn't mean it's going to work out every single time you do it you may need to shift it around and it is easier to shift it around if you are going to because it can be an advantage and a curse right but if you don't have that time scheduled in you are probably very very likely to not be able to build consistency over the long term which to finish off doesn't matter whether you're training at home training in the gym following one of our programs going to a group fitness class or whatever the case might be better than average chance if you are listening to this podcast you are a parent and you are training for your own health and well-being consistency should be the number one goal build consistency over a long period of time five years 10 years 15 years and you will win that battle that you want to win to become your own version of unstoppable there we go just made that up on the spot tied it all in nicely we're at 20 minutes which is where i like to keep it so let me know if you are struggling to get yourself set up at home and you want to be able to train from home Uh, you can book in a call to have a free chat with me I've gone through, I've actually done a free call with a lot of people over the last couple of weeks around this particular topic, which is why I wanted to do a podcast on it. Um, 
and we've kind of tried to set them up so that they can get the most out of their training program so and they're most out of the gym the the money that they've invested in the equipment in their own house so thanks very much have a great week let me know what you think leave a comment uh on the socials leave a comment on you can leave a comment on the spotify uh podcast now too so jump on there give us a like subscribe review thanks very much have a great week i'll see you next week goodbye now